0: Welcome to the Gen.com podcast where I talk about the mysteries of game design. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the very first Chen.com podcast. Today I'm talking about story and gameplay. This is a much discussed topic in the field of game design, and it will probably continue to be one for a considerable amount of time. There simply doesn't appear to be a correct way of mixing the two. There are several ways to approach it, and translating narrative to gameplay mechanics seems to be the holy grail approach, but that hasn't been done properly. So one approach that I think works really well is to support the emotional state that the player can experience through gameplay. You have to remember, the player of a game is creating the experience largely by themselves, and we as designers can only try to influence it indirectly. One thing is certain, and that is that games will alter the player's emotions. The player will feel victorious when winning, relieved when she finally beats a tough section and frustrated when she doesn't. Story requires the player to emphasize with the protagonist and through that construct allows the player to feel emotions along with the story. By analyzing both story and analyzing the gameplay through such an emotional lens we can see how both can have emotional responses. I like to use this emotional common ground and try to enlarge the empathetic response caused by the story by altering the gameplay in such a way that it mimics feelings caused by the story. The most basic way to look at story is through what I like to call a tension map. I first started using tension maps when working on a game called Fairtale Fights, a co-op beat em up game. The tension rises and falls between exciting and predictable, with parts in between that create anticipation and relief. The story was told through in-game cinematic cutscenes that triggered at key moments in the game, but we included environmental storytelling and dramatic enemy entrances as well. The tension map laid out these key areas, with screenshots and descriptions, in a linear fashion, and the story was placed beneath it. This overview allowed us to create tension through gameplay by using elements such as battle pockets, enemy introductions, exciting platforming parts, raising and lowering difficulty, reward positions and so forth. By matching the exciting parts in the story with the exciting parts in the gameplay, these levels became way better and the story so much more enjoyable. With Blue Giraffes Hearts Medicine games, story is mostly told before and after each level. For these levels I also created a tension map that helped me design and develop in-game events and challenges. These challenges and events added additional objectives that the player can try to complete, and by selecting a particular style of gameplay and deciding the difficulty of it, I hope to enlarge the emotional tone of the story. The tension map for Hearts Medicine was mostly derived from level start story. What I tried to do is keep the player in the same emotional state as the story induced at the start of a level. This helped to overcome the feeling that the game interrupted the story and made the total game feel as one big story. So when the story is lighthearted and upbeat, I keep the challenge simple, with a lower difficulty, easy to accomplish and fun. But when the story is darker and more pressing, I'll crank up the difficulty, or create a challenge that requires more thought or more precision. When the protagonist is bored, I'll repeat the challenge, or ask the player to do the same thing over and over so that the player will feel the same. This way, gameplay supports the narrative and enlarges the emotion that the story is trying to induce. One of my favorite examples of using gameplay as supporting narrative is from Delicious Emily's Wonder Wedding. In this game we follow protagonist Emily, a restaurant owner who is in the middle of her wedding preparations. In the second level of the game, we see Emily being nervous about meeting her mother-in-law, Bridget, for the first time. When the gameplay ends, we'll get to meet Bridget, who is very dismissive of Emily, and she doesn't seem to like Emily one bit. To emphasize the disappointment Emily feels when meeting Bridget, we decided to let Emily prepare for the arrival of Bridget in a big way. In addition to the regular gameplay that required Emily to cook and serve for her customers in a restaurant, We added a challenge where Emily would have to clean a large part of her restaurant and put up some nice decorations, including balloons and a big banner saying welcome mom. We made the challenge more difficult than what we normally would ask for a player in level 2, so to make sure that the challenge felt as hard work to the player. This level required extra effort from the player, When the level ended, Bridget came in and would make scornful remarks to Emily, but also about the banner and how untidy the restaurant looked. In a way, Bridget was also dismissive of the player and her effort. Both Emily and the player do not like Bridget at all at this time, and that's exactly what we needed in that part of the story. Gameplay supporting narrative and narrative commenting on the gameplay. Great ways to create a game larger than the sum of its parts.